Welcome to Period Talk, where we fight period poverty one podcast at a time. This podcast is produced by the We Bleed Red Movement Philippines, an online campaign that aims to demystify and destigmatize the word, as well as the sight of menstruation through healthy and open conversations. We offer a safe space, a community, for menstruators or people with periods, where they can learn, discuss, and empower each other through their menstrual journey. If you want to learn more, stay tuned in. We got something exciting coming for you. Hello, hello, I am Tony, and welcome to Period Talk, where we fight period poverty one podcast at a time. Last episode, we talked about period myths and misinformation, and we debunked those period myths and gave clarity to some menstrual misinformation. Now, for this episode, we will talk about period poverty. Ano nga ba ito? Bakit tayo naapektuhan? At bakit dapat pag-usapan ito? But before I introduce our guest speaker for today, baka nagtataka kayo kung nasaan si Ninay. Well, actually, she was at UP Diliman to discuss about menstrual rights. She also went to Buena Vista, Agusan del Norte to discuss embracing the menorc and preparing for the menopause to 200 indigent women. After that, she visited Jesu to talk about menstrual health and hygiene to young menstruators. And lastly, she had a talk at BGC about embracing equity in the menstrual movement. Actually, siya ang magdi-discuss and magshi-share sa atin ng knowledge niya about period poverty. Kaya naman, let's welcome once again, We Bleed Red Movement founder, Janina Zarina Chavez. Hi, Nina. <laughs> I'm trying to hold my laugh because you make, you make it sounds you make me sound so productive and i mean i was in a way diba? but like yes yeah. we are we are we are we've been so busy grab tony um and mm. daming ganas recently you know i diba nga, i went to buena vista i want to thank the sponsors who helped make it mm-hmm. possible because i wouldn't be going there kung wala akong dalang donation diba? like that what would be the purpose so i want to thank um lovet um, because they donated hormone pads to 200 indigent women. I want to thank Beauty and You Soap. Um, thanks to Ate Mavel. And then I want to thank other brands for uh, for helping the Jesu girls, which are Nalo Woman, Kojo, Aunt Flo, and Lily of the Valley. So they donated organic pads, reusable pads, and period underwear to young menstruators. So, you know, it was a very productive week. I was also in UP and, you know, I had an intimate talk with them. Nasa TikTok nga eh. And uh, I uploaded a snippet of it and it was it on went It went viral. It went viral. It went viral. It went viral. Yeah, like I said kanina, off air, like I woke up to a lot of notifications to find out that my um views got well, I got a lot of views. So it's really exciting because we really are working in menstrual visibility. Um, We're doing a lot recently and we're making impacts. Talaga. So I'm really grateful for the opportunity to do that. Wow. It's really nice to know that We Bleed Red has been doing a lot of things for menstruators, really fighting period poverty. Now, ju- let's jump to our topic for this episode, it's about period poverty. Now, what I only know about period poverty is that 
this is about the struggle of many low-income menstruators uh, face while they try to afford menstrual products. And can you discuss more about it? Yeah, um, you know, period poverty is more than just the financial capacity of a menstruator. Um, kung afford niya or hindi. Um, it's really more than just that. Although that was the, that's the basic knowledge of period poverty. Yung kakayanan mong mag-afford ng menstrual pad. But it's also the lack of healthcare facilities or services that caters to menstruation. The lack of resources and studies. Um, the lack of proper representation of period or menstruation. So, you know, per period poverty is it affects everyone eh? even if you're you're privileged enough to afford the menstrual pads because for example um yes you can afford the menstrual pads but how many information do you know about menstrual conditions diba how many facilities are there that supports or caters to menstruators how many facilities how many resources do we have and we don't have that so there is also the lack of menstrual education because we don't talk about menstrual health and hygiene in school diba we barely even talk about mens menstruation sa high school or they just explain the anatomy of a female and male and the possibility of having menstruation. But nobody talks about um, the symptoms of dysmenorrhea, what PMS is, how to care and manage menstruation to avoid reproductive tract infection. So there is, uh, period poverty is a wide scope that affects many menstruators. So that is why, you know, um, we're here doing this podcast to fight period poverty. Hindi lang through menstrual visibility, but actual on-the-ground work where we donate pads, we do seminars. So that's what period poverty is. Grabe, napaka-complex talaga as mentioned nga before, di ba? About menstruation, about period poverty, yun nga, very basic lang about how you can afford it. But there's a lot to tackle about period poverty kasi ang, la ang, ang lawak ng sakop din niya. Now, about period poverty, let's let's put it on a microscope, focusing on the Philippines. Ano ba yung situation natin ngayon about period poverty? Um, Great question, Tony. Honestly, um, there is a lack of statistics here in the Philippines. You know, when I do my research, it's always a, a study done in Canada, U.S., India, um, Syria, or Africa. Um, rarely do we get any exposure here in the Philippines that, or any studies or any discourse that talks about menstruation here in the Philippines. But, you know, what I can tell you is my experience from on-the-ground work. Um, like, for example, uh, when we donate menstrual pads, I always get comments from organizations because when we distribute pads, sometimes, well, dati talaga, hindi kasama ang Weebly Dread. We only do the packing and the donating. So, they say na, wow, naisip nyo pa itong mag-donate ng pad. We don't receive this. It's always shampoo. It's always wow. clothes. It's always, <laughs> ano po bang mga hygiene? Toothbrush, toothpaste, but toothbrush, never, toothpaste. Yeah, but oh. never really wipes. menstrual pads. Yes, exactly. Walang wipes, eh. oh, tissue. It's a luxury, eh. Oh, so, oh. alam mo yun, there, that's period poverty. The fact that we don't even think about the, the essential goods for menstruators is period poverty in itself. And then I just want to add, 
um you know according to DSWD there are 5.2 Filipino families that's just families ha hindi pa yan individually living in poverty so they are the low income families 5.2 million and how many of these are menstruators diba how many of these menstruators are single uh, mothers how many of them that's a lot tapos i think we've discussed this in a previous episode na nasabi ko na sometimes menstruators when they cannot afford a menstrual product pinag-iisipan nila kung anong bibili nila um mens- is it menstrual pad versus pagkain ng anak diba so This is spirit poverty happening in our very own country. And then mm-hmm. if we have to put it, the statistics individually, that's um one in five menstruators affected by period poverty. So there's 5.2 Filipino families affected. But if you have to narrow it, narrow it down, it's one, one out of five menstruators suffering from period poverty, cannot afford menstrual products. So yun yung nangyayari dito sa Philippines. Again, it may seem like a very broad or very, um, ano bang tawag doon? Hindi pa specific na knowledge because we don't have studies. Mm-hmm. We don't have, um, we don't have discourse. We don't have the logistics. Walang gumagawa ng survey on period poverty. It's just only by description. So, you mm-hmm. know, yun, that's period poverty. The fact that we don't even study about it. Gabi no, ikaw, you see the actual situation and you experience it. And from that experience pa lang, you can actually see how serious it is. Doon mo talaga malalaman eh. And like you said, di ba, walang statistics. And if konti lang ang nakakakita, konti lang ang din na nag-uusap, konti lang din ang makakapansin, and konti lang ang magiging aware about it. That's why it's really important to discuss about um, period poverty and fight against it. Now, diba, here in the Philippines, predominantly, we are a Catholic country. Now, do you think this affects period poverty in any way? Yeah, um, uh, yes, it does. For me, ha, um, this may be like a very, a, quite a controversial statement for me to say that mm-hmm. being in But a Catholic... But it's a safe space. It's a safe yeah. space, you know? So we're sharing being, it. Yes, exactly. So being in a Catholic country does affect our view or our experience with period poverty. One, because diba, here in the Philippines, um, many people are against the reproductive and sexual health bill or the RH bill, you know? The fact that they are against it kasi um, they they think na ang, may mga ano yan eh, myths and misconceptions then with the RH bill. For example, it promotes sex. It doesn't. It promotes safe sex. It promotes planned parenthood. It doesn't, kasi iniisip nila, oh, you're just teaching kids to be promiscuous. You're just teaching kids to um, be active in sex. That's not the point of the RH bill. The point of the RH bill is to teach sex education, to make the, these um, um, ed- educators, these students, aware of their bodies. Because when you're aware of what's going on with your body, it paves the way for body autonomy. And with body autonomy, you get to control what you do with your body. You get to control how you deal with your body. And if we don't advocate for the reproductive and sexual health bill or any anything that um, promotes our reproductive and sexual rights, then we also 
are not promoting period. Ibig sabihin, hindi nila natin pinag-uusapan ng menstruation. It's hard to promote menstrual rights if you don't promote reproductive and sexual rights. So, eh, sa RH bill nga, I mean, it's not a perfect law. It's not, I'm sorry, it's not a perfect bill. In fact, it, had, it has its um, loopholes, I would say, or flaws. Kasi, for example, it doesn't even mention menstruation. As in, it doesn't it doesn't highlight menstruation. It doesn't talk about um how to because menstruation is a complex phenomena that menstru um young girls menstruators experience. Mm-hmm. So alam mo yon hindi kasi kung hindi ito isasama sa reproductive and sexual education. Th- that's just being alam mo yun, That's being unfair to half of the students who are probably menstruators, de ba? So yes. I guess, in a way, being in a Catholic country who is predominantly also against the RH bill, it does affect period poverty. Because when we are more open to these education, to these reproductive and sexual rights, mas may, mas may pagpupuntahan tayo eh. With, mas may, may laban tayo when it comes to period poverty. Right. Diba? Grabe. Actually, there are a lot of min- misconception. It's because of the stigma. And actually, there are menstruators who are affected with the stigma within their culture or religion. Because for some, ha, for some religion, they see it, menstruation ha, as impure, madume. Kaya naman, for those young menstruators, tinitago nila or hindi nila alam kung dapat patong pag-usapan kasi in the mindset of na naset sa kanila, it's something that should not be talked about, should not be tackled. It should be kept secret, kumbaga. Ngayon, um, there are people who are pushing for reproductive and sexual health education in the Philippines. Ano yung thought mo about this? Ako, I totally agree and push for this one. How about you? Yeah, definitely. We need reproductive and sexual rights. Because that's the we're talking about the macro effect. Eh. When you have this reproductive and sexual rights, it also helps us have menstrual rights. Gets ba? So um without this, if we're not advocating for menstrual rights, or sorry, for reproductive and sexual rights, wala hindi rin natin mapaglalaban ng menstrual rights kasi it all it all boils down to reproductive and sexual health care. So I'm also up for that. I I I hope that legislation will be pushed through. Kapag may magkaroon ulit ng or if there will be another bill passed regarding the reproductive and sexual health education. Yeah, I also want to share in relation to this uh, reproductive health and sex education. I was listening earlier um sa podcast. It's it's a podcast about college girls who are talking about their experience, actually, about being educated um, about menstruation and all. And actually, this girl, na recall niya na meron siyang experience before na may hiniwalay, may, may time na hiniwalay sila. It was their grade school time. May time na hiniwalay daw sila. Tapos, yung boys, they can just do play and whatever they want to do. While girls... Talk about period. Now, asan yung inclusivity doon? Kasi it, it, it says that if you're a boy or if you're a non-menstruator, it doesn't include you 
it doesn't concern you at all. So how can they be um, understanding towards menstruators if they themselves are not included, especially being more knowledgeable about reproductive and sexual health education? Ngayon naman, um, there's a tweet that I saw. So I want to know your comment um, on former Senator Ping Lakson's tweet saying, and I quote, Maternity leave, paternity leave, and now menstrual leave, all with pay. Next time, a legislative measure will be filled in mandating menopause and andropause allowances to increase the testosterone levels of workers. It may cause layoffs, shop closing, joblessness leading to economic, political, and social instability. Who will gain from these? End of quote. What is your comment? Alamo, honestly, um, there are two there are two point of views that I saw with this comment. Number one, obviously you're a male. You don't understand menstruation. That's my number one comment. Mm-hmm. Um, number two, I see your point of view when it comes to labor force. I see it. I I I agree at some point, but also it's this is, you know, this spirit poverty talking, you know, the fact that he doesn't know what 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 menstruators are going through, why we need the menstruation bill. You know, number number 1, uh menstruation is a I I I said kanina, is a complex phenomena. No menstruation is the same. So not I mean, okay, sige. Let's put it this way. The menstruation bill that was passed by um the Gabriela Party List and by Congresswoman Samantha Santos is not perfect. It has its flaws. For example, it doesn't... Ako kasi, I would suggest there na mag-establish ng uh, menstruation... Well, GAD trainings, gender and development trainings that will also specifically include menstruation on why we're, we are including menstruation leave. Kasi pag, if we force employers to just, oh, ito, may menstruation leave na, ito na, sabihin, you have to pay them even if they're not at work. They won't understand, especially if the employers are male. They won't understand. So with that, um, kung wala yun sa bill na pinasa, na sinulat, maintindihan ko yung point of view ko sa nagagaling si Senator Ping. But also, he cannot you know he is in a powerful position and for him to declare that maybe it na you know that shops will close who will gain from these honestly the who will gain from this is everyone because no menstruator is you know who is going through this menorrhea pms or pmdd will be productive at work let them rest instead alam mo yon um bawian na lang bawian yun na lang ng assignment but no menstruator who is going through a lot will alam mo yon will be productive kasi one he or she is feeling pain alam mo yon tapos may migraine pa she could he or she could also be um feeling um nauseous fatigue vomiting abdominal pain all of these and i'm not saying kasi the thing with the menstrual building kasi tony is that mm-hmm. it say here that you should only file the leave if you're feeling, you know, uneasy, if you're not feeling 
quite productive. Um, yes, you are entitled to a two-day leave, but it's up to you if you want to use it. Ako kasi, personally, if we get the menstruation leave, I'm not gonna use it all the time. Alam mo yun? I will only use yeah. it kapag may dysmenorrhea ako. Kapag I have really, really painful cramps. If I'm feeling fatigue, if I'm feeling feverish. And I guess, um, yun kasi nakikita ng tao that people will take advantage of it. And I see it. I see it. Maybe some people will. You know what? We have to, okay, we have to be practical. Some people will um, take advantage of this. This is why mas prefer ko kung 50% remuneration. Which means 50% of your um, pay on that day, you will receive it. Kasi sa 100% pay. At least with 50% pay, may isip mo pa na, okay, will I, will I rest but still get 50% pay? Or will I take an absent and go maggala but but get 50% pay because of it? So for me, kasi mas maganda yung 50% pay or remuneration. And yeah, there are a lot of flaws sa bill na yun. But also, I don't think he should be in a position to Comments disregard. Oh, disregard mm-hmm. menstruators' yeah, disregard. needs. Yes. Diba? Mm-hmm. Um, he, he doesn't understand it. It's obvious that he doesn't understand menstruation. He's never gone through dysmenorrhea, PMS, PMDD. He's never felt that. So, he's, for me, he's really not, I mean, yeah, he could argue, he could debate, but he he has no right to disregard our our rights to rest. Exactly. Because you mm. cannot be productive, eh? you cannot you cannot be productive at work if you're feeling pain. So, might as well go to rest. Tapos, um, some people argue also, dagdagan na lang yung sick leave or if files yeah. sick leave. Uh-oh. You know what? Sige, pwede. Dagdagan yung sick leave. Okay lang. Kasi I will also use this minority as a as a excuse or sorry as a reason for a sick leave. Kung ayun yun ng menstruation leave and just call it sick leave. Sige, dagdagan niyo for female workers. I'm I'm down to that. Anything yeah, and- that will anything na magbe-benefit ang menstruators, I am down to that. So yeah, that's my my comment or thoughts on the the tweet of Senate, former Senator Ping Lacson. I also kind of dislike the fact that it's an added weakness to us women, mm-hmm. or you know, it's something that it gives us less chances of being hired mm-hmm. or what. My goodness, we've been we've been dealing with the pain with the the having men's itself having period itself is a hassle already. Um, what more if you have to deal with migraine, back pain, everything else, diba? It's actually our right naman talaga. And I, and I totally agree with you. And this shouldn't be coming from someone who has no experience at it at all, diba? Yeah. Or even, nag-ask ba siya sa mga kakilala niyang menstruators, diba? Have, have you been sensitive about it? Yeah, it, yeah, that that was a good point. That's a good point. Um, it it comes off as a bit insensitive Mm-mm. to tweet like that. Dumabas mm-hmm. yung pagka toxic masculinity. Alam mo yon. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you, you haven't. I mean, you know. Ah, oh, basta. Yung <laughs> <laughs> ako sa tweet na yun when I saw it. 
Uh, it's really it's a really good discussion to be honest and you know what also I, I just want to add when people say um w- women okay, women or female workers will be discriminated na male or sorry employers will prefer males or men over mm-hmm. females or women kasi less chances of you know taking the menstrual leave ganun oo may point yon totoo yon there will be discrimination kasi at the end of the day, it's capitalism. Eh. It's all about money. It's all about gaining the profit. I understand that. Which is why this menstruation bill, this is why we need to advocate for menstrual education talaga. For them to understand kung ano yung pinag, pinag, pinagdadaanan natin. And the fact that we didn't get this or that they they didn't get this um, speaks volumes eh. Kung bakit this menstruation bill will see a lot of um ano ba tawag doon? hindrances or um neglect or even no support so yeah this is why we need to advocate for menstrual education this is why we need to fight off period poverty but you know what tony if you ask me then if um hindi mapasang menstruation bill that's fine with me sige i will give you that fine however mm-hmm. at least make menstrual products available or free to public schools or even private schools. Yeah, agree. Alam mo yun, hindi pwedeng wala tayong mapapa, ano yun? It, I, don't, I don't want it to end like we're not gonna benefit anything from this. At least there must be something. So if you're not gonna give us the menstruation leave, so get fine. But give free menstrual products to public schools or private schools. Yeah, At least do something those, about that. To those who need it talaga. Oh. Lalo na yung hindi talaga kaya mag-afford. At least have that kind of initiative. Yeah, that's true. Tama. Diba? Ayun. Now, in relation to this, how then do we fight period poverty in your opinion? In my opinion and, well, in my aggressive opinion, <laughs> I always just, you know what, I got... I, well, I didn't get asked this uh, when I had the talk. But I always, when I have talks, Zoom or on-site, I always say start with the no budget. Just talk about it. Hindi mo kailangan ng pera para pag-usapan ng menstruation. Just talk about menstruation. Um, You cannot address the problem if you don't talk about the problem. You cannot have solutions if you don't talk about the problem. And the problem is we don't talk about menstruation. So start talking about menstruation, start advocating for menstrual rights, start, you know, um giving vis- vis- um visibility to menstruation, um emphasize the need for essential menstrual products. It is not luxury. It should be, you know, it should be an essential products. Much like alam mo yon, wag niyo nang ikahiya, wag niyo na I understand na some of you might still feel embarrassed talking about menstruation. That's fine, but we can unlearn it. Kasi, you know, grow, going out in this world, literally being born into this world, you only learn things. Wala, hindi, walang pinanganak dito na may alam na ala, agad sa mundo. So everything that you learn, you can still unlearn it. All you need to do is start talking about it, start conversation. So that's how we fight period poverty. The fact that we're doing this, Tony, that the fact that we are doing this podcast, the fact that we are, you know, um helping organizations or helping communities is um 
our way of fighting period poverty. So if other people can join in this movement, that's how you fight period poverty. I mean, make it a nationwide approach, diba? Because right now we're just we're just a small organization. And we don't have the full reach yet. But when we do, ang laking bagay na to sa menstrual movement. I like what you said about you cannot have solutions if we don't talk about it. I completely agree with you. And no change will happen if no action is taken. Diba? So let's start, let's stop just wondering, start talking, start doing to fight period poverty. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Now, grabe. With this episode, ang dami ko natutunan about period poverty. And I'm sure sa mga listeners natin, ang dami niyo rin gustong sabihin and i-share. And no worries, you can always visit our social media pages to send in your questions, to comment, and join our Viber group so that you can also be included and updated on what is happening with We Bleed Red movement. Kaya naman, we'll catch you on the next episode. Thank you so much, everyone, for those listening. Catch the next episode of Period Talk, where we fight period poverty, one podcast at a time. Tune in next time. Enjoyed that episode? Give us a like. If you have questions, you may check out our Instagram at webleedred.ph and our Facebook page, Webleedred Movement. Again, we are the Period Talk.